What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hawk Talk on Melrose. Another disappointing loss yesterday, 10 to 7. We're recording this on Sunday. Colin here alongside Tyler. Tyler, you know, at the end of the day, though, at least he looks good in practice. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what we keep hearing from everybody. Coaches and players and everybody keeps defending Spencer Petrus and saying, you know, that we we as fans don't get to see how he looks in practice and how good he actually looks. And and I don't know how many times me, you, or even Colby, when he joins us, talks about how practice is clearly not the same as a game because he's playing horribly. So And that's like the thing is like I I feel bad for the guy because it's like he's just not good. And like we just keep putting him out there. I mean, like you can get mad at Petrus all you want, but it's like you got to look at the coaching staff and be like, why are you even putting this guy out there? Yeah. It's more of an indictment on the coaching staff than anything. Like I can't, right. I don't like Petrus, but like as a person, I, I don't, I like him. I mean, he's a good guy. And it's not his fault that they keep putting him out there. He has zero confidence. And um, we'll get into the game. But, you know, Ferentz post-game said it wasn't a fair assessment to – because someone asked him about, you know, why do you, you know, keep Petrus out there or, and something about there. What, there. He hasn't seen a fair assessment yet. Well, in nine and a half games, if you have one inter, one touchdown and nine interceptions, that's a fair assessment that the guy is not that good. Yeah. And then another thing that bothered me in post-game is Petrus sitting there talking about how his footwork – wasn't there, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're five years in the program, three years as a starter. You've started now 20, what, 21 games? And if yeah. and you're still, like, talking about footwork, like, I'm sorry, you're done. You're not, a, you're not a college quarterback. I'm sure you'll have a very bright future in whatever field you're studying. I think he's actually, I think in, like, a pretty good, like, getting, like, a really high degree in something. He's going to have a bright future in that. Football is not a future for him. He's just not good. And when are we going to eventually just realize that? And I'm not saying Padilla is the answer. I'm not saying I'm not saying Joey Labus is the answer, but you got to give them a try at least because you don't know until you at least put them out there and just see, you know, if it's the same exact thing, well, then yeah, it's this season's doomed and we need to literally burn the entire thing to the ground this offseason. Starts with Brian Ferentz, starts with that like the entire coaching staff offensive coaching staff, but at least put in someone else just to see what could happen. Kyle, me and you were at the game yesterday sitting next to each other. And I mean, you thought you had a pretty good feeling come halftime that you're like, you, you pretty much thought to yourself, like there's no way that Alex Padilla doesn't at least start the second half. He had Spencer Petras. I think I reminded you, reminded you multiple times because I I just kept seeing that stat like 33 yards at a pick in the first half we go there's no way yeah there's no way he gets Alex Padilla doesn't get a drive or two to see if we can again we're not naming him the starter after week two but we got to win this game like you're trying to win a game yeah and it seems like the coaches it seems like they just have too much pride on the line that they just don't want to change because for whatever reason, Petrus is better in practice or he's, you know, had more experience or, or whatever the case may be. I, and, and, and we hear after the game, like you mentioned, everybody's pointing the finger at everywhere else, but him dude, like a receiver is a dependent position. They re- depend on the quarterback, throwing them the ball. 
we don't have a quarterback in Spencer Petras to be able to do that. So yeah. on, how do you expect our wide receivers, tight ends, running backs to be better if the guy throwing it to them isn't any good? That makes no sense to me. It, the the entire offense is just a is a dumpster fire. Oh, it's a disaster. And the offensive line played horrible again yesterday, by the way. It's it's on life support. I think it's I think it really it's past is. life support. Oh. I think it's I think it's like literally dead. Because you just don't know. Howard, where... Are we the are we the last ranked team or well, the worst statistically ranked team? In, in we're gonna look we're gonna look that up here soon. I'll look that up it's, here soon. It's past life support. We are and so you just don't so like at that point you don't know like it's it's a combination of things. It's obviously yeah. the offensive line. It's Brian Ferentz, it's Petrus, it's you know not having Keegan Johnson, not having Nico. Even though I think even bringing those guys back is it going to really do anything if you don't have a quarterback like you said throwing saying. them the ball? So it's just it's a combination of things. It's the scheme. It's uh, right. it's defenses not having to worry about um, going down the field. I'm going to show actually this whole. Once again, we are on YouTube, so I'm going to show I'm going to share my screen here, so people that are listening, obviously on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, whatever, you're not going to be able to see this. Actually, gosh dang it, I don't know if I have. I'm going to have to maybe um, send it over my phone. I'll do that here soon. We'll just keep talking, and then I'll, I'll do that All here right. soon. But uh, but yeah, actually, I'm going to share the screen for the for the stats of this game, yeah. so people can see it on um, just how pathetic we have been <laughs> yeah to say so the stats least. for this game i mean you look at if you don't look at the score you just look at the stats i mean you say iowa state wins this game like like by three oh, touchdowns right 21 first downs they were 50 percent third down efficiency iowa state was yeah total yards 313 total yards i'm like that's not bad no um time of possession 38 to 21 what was remember that episode probably one of our first episodes of the season what was what were we talking about like our identity running the football you know winning the time yeah, of possession. controlling the clock yeah what does that ever happen like seriously it doesn't seem like it no it's 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 just it's beyond annoying we were basically um, tied with south dakota state and then got dominated in it in this game it's so, so no. annoying uh rushing yards only 50 i mean like 58 like are you kidding me three turnovers i mean that was one of those things with like i would say the last how many years that's the reason why they've yep. lost to us is we've won the turnover battle. Well, you know, we pretty much right. tied with them. But also at the same time, I mean, I don't think this show, I mean, doesn't show. We also had two block punts, which, <laughs> right. I mean, you have two block punts at home. You should never lose that game. You just, I mean, it's just one of those things. You, I, I don't care what your stats are. You should not lose that game if you have two block punts. Yep. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's pretty pathetic. The amount, the amount of opportunities we have, and going back to the first game, including this – the second game now too in our opponent's territory and we do absolutely nothing on offense to even yeah. gain a first down is is ridiculous and that's that's the telling stat it's not like we're starting at our own 5 yard line every time we're we're having great field position we still can't even and do anything can't, with it yep and that's i think well, really frustrating because our defense and special teams puts us in such great spots for our offense and our offense does shit yeah, I mean, our first block punt, we obviously scored a touchdown. Awesome. Second block punt, what even happened? Did we end up – did we even get anything out of that second block no. punt? No. Well, no. We, I mean, obviously not. We, I know. We I know. But, oh, yeah. But what, didn't we – we got that in, in plus territory. So what ended up happening there? I can't even remember, honestly. 
Well, I know Peaches threw a pick um, in the first half. There was a I... fumble. Oh, was that a fumble. was probably. Oh, yeah. I it think was it a was fumble. a fumble. Yep, it was a yeah. fumble. And, and you made a good you made a good point too, Colin. I think as soon as we knew when Iowa State got that turnover, and regardless, we obviously got three ourselves and two plus, and plus two punt blocks. But like, they don't they don't turn us over in this series at least recently. And when yeah. they started doing that, I had a bad feeling too. Yep, I will say this too. I can can you see this screen? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I didn't know if it if I opened yep. up a new tab of it. Um, we'll go back to this here quick. I will say this though with Iowa State because I know I have I know there's some Iowa State fans that listen to this episode. Yeah. Or this podcast. Um, two things for Iowa State. Number one, like you guys have a good, I mean, I'm kind of jealous. I mean, I think Hunter Deckers is going to be a, is going to be a great quarterback for you guys. Um, I think he probably still, what has two or three more years. And like, he just, he looked poised. That was his first career road start in a hostile environment. And he looked poised. I mean, he had two interceptions That one interception almost just looked like a miscommunication with the receiver Yeah, because it looked like he, he ran inside instead of going out and he threw it. And I went back and watched that replay. If the receiver would have went out, he would have easily got that pass because um, our corner was playing in. Um, So that was just like a miscommunication there with wide receiver, which is going to happen. You know, it's your second career start. But so that's number one. Like I I give you guys props. I mean, you guys have a good quarterback. I don't know why Iowa didn't go after him. I'm not saying that we, he would have went to Iowa, but we didn't even offer the guy. And he was a four star out in Northwest Iowa. Like, that, and once again, that goes back to like our our recruiting for the quarterback level has been so bad. I mean, it really? has been so bad. We just we just always just want to get those six foot five statues, yeah, like Petrus and Nate Stanley. And Nate Stanley was a pretty good quarterback. I'm not gonna I'm not dissing him, but it is rather annoying. And another thing is, what a statement drive! Ninety nine yards. What was it? Twelve minutes off the off the play clock. Um, or the game clock. I mean, that was a statement drive going right six down the field. Six first downs. Yeah. Six first Pretty downs. Impressive all the way around. Um, or they were six for six on third down. Or that drive. Third down. Yeah. And right. you know yep. that's that's what won them the game. I mean, and I I give you yeah. guys props. Um, Iowa State deserved to win that game. Um, yeah, they did. There, there's no there's no reason to even you know try to blame you know all oh, the rest were bad. You know if this would have happened, if that would have happened, no. We had plenty of opportunities. We had two block punts. We yeah. had uh, inter- uh, two interceptions. Um, right. Well, and, and, that, and that second interception, it was right before half, so like we wouldn't have gone down there. But true. still, two interceptions, two block punts. I know they right. fumbled at the goal line, but we fumbled, you know. So it's like- right. That's what I'm saying. They had their they had chances to score too, and they kind of messed up. So that that drive, they deserved to win that game with that drive, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And and for Iowa fans out there that are like like you said, that are blaming the refs and stuff like that. Stop. Come on. That's uh, that's maybe a play or two in the game that you yeah. thought maybe didn't go Iowa's way. That's football. That's how it goes. So. Yep. And, you know, like that's – and then one other thing too is um, I think – I don't know. I, it's like hard to – I just think that like at the end of the day too, like we said – what did we say? Yeah, we said on, on Wednesdays that – it's gonna be a low scoring game, but we thought, and this is the reason why we thought Iowa State was gonna win is because they're gonna have that one drive. Yep. That they're gonna go down the field. And I Make thought it was gonna be play. more like a big play drive, like like you yeah. know, air it down long. It's gonna be a quick like drive. But same thing, you know, we just thought there was gonna be that one drive where where Iowa State is gonna just make make a drive out of it and score. 
And that's kind of when we thought, you know, the game would be over. And it exactly happened that way because when they scored, me and you looked at each other, and there's still like eight minutes left in the in the game. It was ten to seven. Game's over because we have no confidence. I looked at you. I said, "Good night, Irene." For the yep. Iowa offense, it, it was we knew we knew Game's they over. hadn't done anything. They hadn't done anything up to that point. And I know they had a shot at the end. And and I think it's something else that I brought up early in one of the early episodes. And I kind of wanted to talk about because you even brought it up again to me yesterday. You're like, we we have to be like perfect in the kicking game too because yep. it's going to come down to that and we had a chance to tie it at the end of the game and obviously with the wind and the rain and you know the bad conditions he he missed it and that it's 48 yards that's you know I'm not it shouldn't have had to come down to that but but that was another sort of glaring thing that I noticed like yeah our kicker that kicking situation is not great either and that's that sucks yeah well. especially because we're so we're so used to, to having a great kicker yep um, but yeah, if, if, and I was thinking this last night, like if we don't have any confidence in the offense, like after we got down 10 to seven, does a coach, like, does the, does the offense itself, do they have any confidence? It's a good question. No, I, I don't, yeah. th- I literally don't think, I mean, Petrus has lost all confidence. He, he just yeah. looks like he's completely, I mean, he had a few, like yesterday, he, he finally actually got that like play where he actually stepped in, stepped up in the pocket and actually ran for like five or 10 yards. But outside yeah. like that, like it was the same old, same old with Spencer Petras. He just plays with zero confidence. Okay, so now back to this. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. This is a a picture of a football field. I'm kind of describing it to people that aren't watching on YouTube. And it's all the dots where we threw the ball at. And the line of scrimmage is right there. We threw the ball more than 10 yards twice. One was incomplete that looked like, what was it? Or one was complete that looked like it was about 14 yards. And then we had another incompletion that was like, what, 17 yards? So not only that, but the other glaring issue is look at all the side-to-sides that we throw. We, do, we don't attack down the middle of the field. Like, if you're a defense, like, this is so yeah. easy. So easy. And then we wonder why, like, our offensive line sucks. We wonder why all these different combinations. And it's like, well... Once again, they can put eight, nine guys in the box because look at this. I mean, all they have to do is look at this this picture and see all the throws that we make five yards out, five to ten yards out. Like you're not beating them down the field. It's it's no. honestly pathetic. It, it is truly pathetic. It is pathetic that we went into the second half or went into halftime, didn't make a quarterback change. I looked at you. I thought we were gonna get one. I saw Brian Ferentz running the tunnel and the entire time he was talking to Padilla. I really thought like, you know, that Brian was telling Padilla, Hey, you're going to be the guy in the second half, but no, that does it just not going to happen. And I, I just don't understand. I, I just don't, I don't get it. And I am willing to bet Petrus is the guy next week, which is sad because you have to give someone else a chance. I mean, like once again, well, nine, and a half <clears throat> games, nine interceptions, yeah. one touchdown. That is pathetic. Colin, this 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 graphic you have up here. This is the blueprint, right? This is the blueprint for every defense. What's what's run blitz? What's what's pass blitz? Petrus every time. Yep. They're not going to attack us downfield. And this is on Brian. This is where yeah. You this is Brian this is Ferris. yeah. And go just the offense in general, the route trees, right. the scheme, can you, everything. Can you test? Can you test a defensive corner for an opposing team just once down the field? You never know. You yeah. might get a flag. You might get a 15-yard 
an interference, ten yard holding, might get a might get a jump ball 50-50. Might someone might come down with it. You never know. And and you're right. This is this is why our offense is so limited, though. We are not even attempting to complete a 15-yard pass. That is really the saddest thing. One time in, in, in this one game. time. And that's what I think we had to because it was probably second or third and long. It was no, sure. that was that play that we can we completed was uh the end of the game to Alec Wick. Oh, okay. Where we like, you know, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. would set up that was the that was the longest catch of the okay, game. Okay, so again, when we had to, when we had to actually have a little sense of urgency, we yep. decided to throw a fifteen yard pass. Wow, congratulations. This is so, so sad. Yeah. So I'm going to go to two plays. I have the highlights of the game. I'm going to go to these two plays. I want to just, once again, people on YouTube are going to see this. People that are yeah. listening are not. Sorry. We'll try to best describe it as best as we can. This is the second down and eight with 44 seconds left in the first first quarter. We were up seven to zero. This is this is like what I was saying at the end, a statement drive. If you score here on this drive, you're in plus yeah. territory. You get up 14 to zero against Iowa State with the ball in the second half, like the like, I feel really good. So this play, I like the play call. I mean, like, but. Well, like I, I formation. Really like play call. You're yep. on center. You've got a little play action fake. Play action fake. Steps up in the pocket. Steps you up to the rush. got to throw the ball now. What's we he doing? About it. Waiting he that holds. long. He held on the and ball then, for, for three plus seconds. You can't do it, Colin. Yep, and especially well, in a play action pass. And especially because, okay, I'm going to go back again. Look at how many guys are lined up. One, two, three, four, five, six. So you know that well, they're bringing they're bringing a blitz. So you got to do it fast. Correct, and and Petrus actually does like you said the right thing, knowing steps they're blitzing, up. steps up. And if you know that they're already here with the blitz, you just got to get rid of it. Yeah, you got to. You, yep. you can't because that's detrimental. That's 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 another play in their territory where we we do nothing and give the ball to them, and that yep. that you can't happen. So then this is like I like this is the sky view cam of that same play. So oh, as you can right. see here, yeah, no one's open, which I understand like why he steps up. But yep. okay, right here, why he doesn't just throw it now? Left. Throw it left. Just give I him mean, a chance. If you if you intercept I mean, it. if it goes over his head, interception. Well, that or throw, well, it, throw it towards the sideline. Give give him a chance, but but also don't put it into harm's way that way. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't even if, even if you like I said, if you throw over his head, whatever, you play to live another down. If you intercept it, well, the guy's getting at like the ten yard line versus them getting at the what fifty yard line. Literally. So, and then this other play, this is one other play that I want to show that it was just. It I drove know me what play you're going to show. I I think I. What do you know? What play? I think it's right here. Okay. Yep. This is the interception. All right. Yeah. So this play pisses me off. It's the pick. Yeah. Because. Petrus, okay, look at how he gets very, like, look at how he gets very, like, nervous right here. He has plenty of time. He can literally roll to the right. But, no, instead he gets all fidgety because he's, like, very nervous about it. Because there's a guy at his feet. I'm going to move this over here. And this speaks to the lack of mobility of Petrus. He can't move to his right. He He's a statue. So there's a guy at his legs, and he's like, okay, I got to throw it. Yeah. No, you don't. So then he throws it. To, to this guy with to three ref, guys really. around him, four guys <laughs> around him. Yeah, it, the ref is ducking, dude. By the way, dude, dude I, I don't get it. What does he see? That's so. That's three years. 
of experience. Three years of experience. We are in. He's a senior. He's in a second game. And we're we're throwing that ball. Yep. That is where you have to, as your as a coaching staff, maybe even as Petrus. I don't know. Maybe it's not his job to do this, but be like, hey, I haven't played well. I think the other guy deserves a shot. Or Padilla walks into the fucking coach's office, excuse my language, but says, give me a shot. What do we have to lose on offense? Yeah. I just it, it makes zero sense. And and again, you're not going to know until you at least try it. At least try, try something out. different. You're not firing anybody. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. I, I doubt the Iowa coaching staff gets anybody gets fired or, you know, roles get changed during the season, knowing how that we operate. No, but what's the any, next thing? Quarterback change. You got to try it. Any other program. Yes. Would have fired Brian. Fair- well, what a Brian game one would have fired Brian Ferentz before the season because. Correct. Have a five-year like assessment of this offense, Correct. and it has not been great in five years. So that's number you one. Use the analogy of your job all the time about how yep. like if you don't perform, you're going to be fired. This is the only maybe coach in America that gets this many yeah. opportunities. Nepotism at its finest. Uh, so not only that, okay, but let's say a program does keep him around after two games. Like if it was kind of like on that like short leash type of thing. And you see two games like this, I will bet money on it. Ninety percent of the programs in college football would have fired Brian Ferentz like today, like after this game. Right. Yeah. Um. It's a good point. But so, like, did you know that Brian Ferentz doesn't even like his? So, like, coaching staffs in America, and I get it why because his dad. So, like, college football, like assistant coaches, obviously report to the head coach, right? That's yeah. like their like quote unquote manager. Brian yeah. Ferentz, his like. The guy that he reports to is actually uh, Gary Barta. So Gary Barta has to be the one that has to fire him, not Br- like Kirk. Is it because his dad's It's the because coach? of his dad. Yeah, I get it. And they want to no, keep that... it to make it look like, but it's annoying because you know Gary Gary is not going to do anything. You know no. Gary is not going to fire him. You just you, you already know that. Right. So it's the only like, way – It's kind of like chipping away at Kirk at that yep. point. So... The only way we're going to see a change – it's if Brian yeah. Ferentz, after the end of the year, just said, I'm I'm taking a step down. Yeah. And what I would love to see is I would love to see him back at the O-line. Because I think Brian I Ferentz too. is actually a good offensive line coach. Right. That's what he played in college. That's what he played in the pros. That's what he yep. coached when he was at New England. He's an O-line, do, co- he's an O-line coach. He's not an offensive line leader. Do what and you do best. And, yeah. When he was O-line coach for us, our offensive line was actually pretty good. And then whatever I forgot what his name is, offensive line coach. This is his second year. Last year was his first year. Clearly, he's not doing a good job he either because the offensive line has not improved. Right. Now, granted, you could go back. Well, when you're sacking eight guys, nine guys in the box, it's tough for the offensive line to do anything. I get that. I 100% get that. But it's still, you know, there's times when Iowa State's only rushing three guys and they're getting pressure. Like, there's a problem. Well, and we got to remember now. Brian Ferentz is also the quarterback coach this year. Which is just uh pathetic. what? What? That yeah. that combination clearly has has not worked out and maybe has hurted Spencer in these games. I don't know. If you're the quarterback coach and offensive coordinator, that means you're working as close to the quarterback as possible on a day in and day out basis. Yep. And these are the performances that we're getting from him. So clearly there's an issue. It just sucks because, like, last year, we kept saying throughout the season because it was such a bad – I mean, 
Nothing's bad. I mean, last year was nothing like that. I mean, it was bad last year. Oh, well, we were but winning, give, right? Give right? me last year's offense over this year's offense, even though it was still right. bad. But at the time, we kept saying, oh, this, you know, we, we have to wait till the offseason. We have to wait till the offseason. We cannot. I mean, it's just too big of problems to be yep. able to fix on a game-by-game basis. And it's so sad that we are in week two, and we are already, like, we're like I'm already going to be talking about, like, Hawk fans, we just got to wait till the offseason. Because, I mean, nothing's going to change. And, like, even if we get to the offseason, literally what needs to change at this point, like I said, a complete overhaul. Overhaul. I don't, I mean, I love Kirk, so keep Kirk, but Kirk needs to be like, you know what? Because yep. it's, it's, it's his offense. Like, let's let's be real here. 20 some years, his head coach, like, the offense has always been the same. Yes, final set. Whether, for whether, sure. it, whether it was Ken O'Keefe, Greg Davis, Brian Ferentz. Yeah. It's all been the same. Yeah. Now, Ken it's O'Keefe was actually not a bad similar. offensive coordinator. Yeah. Granted, like, I think, like, Ricky Stanzi, Sean Green, like, players like that really made them kind of stand out, Brad Banks. Um, But, Kirk needs to go in the offseason and be like, you know, number one, get rid of Brian. Number two, we're we're hiring an offensive coordinator outside the program, and and I'm giving the reins to him. Yes, I am. Yep. I he's gonna do whatever offense he wants to do, and I'm yep. gonna have no say in it. I'm gonna give it all to him, right? Right. That's the only way. And then in the off season, if you don't like where your quarterback situation's at, whatever offensive coordinator that you bring in, you bring you try to get someone to come to your offense. So, like, for example, Nebraska, which kind of they're one and two now, but it's more their defense, not their offense. They go out and get Mark Whipple, okay? And then who do they get? They get Casey Thompson from Texas. And pretty much the only reason why Casey came to Nebraska was because the offense. I mean, like, right, he, like you right. know, with Mark Whipple at Pitt, yeah, the job sure. that he did. And so, like, that would be the only way that we'd be able to maybe get, like, a, a, a somewhat decent quarterback is if we brought in, like, an, an OC from somewhere else yeah, and like I said, Kirk has to say though, it's their offense, because yeah. if he hires someone, because Greg Davis was at Texas and his offense yeah. was different than what what he right. has to say those words though, because if he doesn't, it's going to be the same offense. They know, yeah, they know. regardless yeah. of what it is. So that's the only way it's going to change. And the problem is, is I'm starting to get worried because we're going to start losing recruits. Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, Soundoff made a good point last night. I know Tyrone Tracy and Charlie Jones left, but we're lucky that not more players left after in the offseason. Because who wants to play for this offense? No. If you're Caleb Johnson, if you're Lashawn Williams, if you're Keegan Johnson, Nico, Sam. I mean, yeah. No, Sam I mean Sam. Why Sam could win the NFL. There's probably a reason for that. Yeah, it's like why would you want to play for this offense? Why would any recruit want to come and play for this offense? And like I said, the only yeah. way that you're going to change it is if you, in the offseason, because like I said, I mean, we're in the season now. It's just, it's not going to no. change yeah. you know, during the course of the season. You literally have to go into the offseason, burn the bridge, make it all collapse, and rebuild. Yeah. That's, that's the only way. Yeah. I mean, what four star, five star, hell, three star wide receiver, quarterback, Wants to come here to hand the ball off. What? Why? If you're a running back, maybe. But now with you see the offensive line and the fact that they don't have their zero passing game at Iowa and you're just going to get blown up and get maybe 50 yards a game right now, why would you want to come here? That's a legitimate question you you can ask yourself for sure. 
So uh, Kobe just tweeted or sent a DM. Massive news for Iowa's 2024 class as four-star dual-threat quarterback James Ressner announced that he has committed to, the, committed to Iowa. So, hey, maybe, the, maybe that's what we need. Our first-ever dual-threat that we actually landed. <laughs> okay. Well, it's still very early. Um, and, again, I – I don't want it to sound like I don't want recruits to come here. I'm we're I think me and you are just describing maybe how if I were a recruit, how I would feel about coming here, right? Yep. And so, you know, obviously a lot of recruits, we still get good recruits. Like I don't want to say that they, you know, clearly there's a connection with the coaching staff, things like that, um, tradition, things like that here at Iowa that, you know, a lot of players are enticed to come here by. But you're exactly right. Like Man, you you've got to be better, and and it starts maybe with with an overhaul because it it does it, it is the only it way. is bleak right now in Iowa City, yes. and I'm telling you, and I want to throw this in here. We we're talking about a little bit of Padilla and Petrus, and I want to mention this. If if I'm Iowa, and I'm you know Kirk Ferentz, why do I why don't I give Padilla a full start against Nevada, see how he does, and if he does better than Petrus. It actually, it, the offense maybe generates some points. Looks good. I get it. It's Nevada. They're probably the worst team that we're playing. But at least you prepared him for Big Ten play. What I'm worried, this is what I'm worried about, Tyler, is Nevada is so bad that I feel like the Ferences are nervous about starting Padilla because if he does look good, they're going to look like idiots. Oh, my God. Like, I just, yeah. I guarantee no, I you, know. like, that's why I, I feel know. like Petrus is going to start. That's because why I said it's wanna, a pride thing. Because, I get yeah, it. and then, it's like, so Petrus bad. might look good next week, and then, and then it's like, oh, hey, see, guys? They don't – I. that's why I don't think Padilla is going to start next week because they don't want to see Padilla. And, and maybe I'm just – but it's just, like, that's the only way I can think of it. And that's the reason why they don't put him in th- these games is, like, they don't want to, like, see him do good because then they're going to look like right. the idiots. I mean, they've already seen playing him. him. So – They've already seen him against South Dakota State, which is an FCS program. I think we have to remind ourselves that is an FCS program. Now we play against Iowa State, obviously a much better team, team that I think will be decent in the Big 12. But come on. And again, this is – we know this, but I agree. I think you make some good points. You're you're kind of speaking on the behalf of, like, what the coaching staff thinks. And I, I agree. I think if you started him twice and gave Padilla zero chance so far, I, I don't see it change happening yeah. either to be and, that, and that one, one other thing too about regarding yesterday's game i am sick that we lost it sucks yeah it sucks iowa state congratulations you got the trophy back Sci- i mean it's yeah. it's it's always a good feeling win that game so I, I know what you guys feel like you know waking up on a sunday morning it's just it's a good feeling yeah the thing i'm most disappointed about is that there was no from week one to week two if anything it's got, it got worse Week two was like I thought yesterday's offense was actually worse than week one. Statistically, it was. There was no change. No, no, no change from week one to week two. And they always say that's when you get better. It's from week one to week two. And I really yeah. thought I, I felt confident as the week went on. I picked Iowa State thirteen to ten, but I'm not going to lie to you. Can't come Saturday, yesterday, yesterday morning. I felt very confident because I really thought you know what. The entire offense, the entire team has heard the noise from the outside this whole week, bashing and making yep. you guys look like fools. Like, I really thought that they would come out and try to make a statement. And we did okay. early on. Well, we did. 7-0. Yeah, we did we early were on. We were feeling real good. Special teams. Well, we were, yeah. And it would, if you would have told me that that's how the game started and we scored seven points just like that, 
after deferring to the second half, we were feeling pretty good. And pretty I get it. It's, er- yep. it's early, but you couldn't ask for a better start, especially yeah. how we played in week one. And we still, when it came down to having our offense actually having to do something, you're right. We actually, we made zero, zero change. There was zero adjustments made from week one to week two, zero halftime adjustments. We got the ball and I think went three and out. It's like three and out right away. Yeah. It's just, we're wasting a year. We're wasting a year because our defense is, is good. Yeah. Special teams is good. And we're just wasting it because of our offense. Yep. We had a we had a decent offense. I think anyone that listens to this this episode, right, whether you're an Iowa State fan, whether you're whatever fan you are, you yeah. have to agree that if our offense was good, we would have a great year. Because our defense is so good, our special teams is so good. It's it, it's just annoying because we're wasting it all. So we are statistically, I believe, after this game, the, the worst, the worst gonna, Division One college football offense. I'm gonna look I, here. One of them. As I'm the also worst. sharing my screen here, this is what Incarnate Word did to Nevada last night. 55 wow. to 41, 616 wow. total yards, <laughs> 406 passing yards, 210 rushing yards, yards per play, 8.9. Wow. We, I will bet money on it, Tyler. It's going to be like a 28 to 3, 28 to 7 game, which is. Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree. I can't see Iowa scoring 30 points after what we've seen so far. And again, Nevada has a really bad offense or excuse me, defense. Clearly they gave up 55 to incarnate. Yeah, clearly. But think about it. The blueprint is laid out for the Nevada Wolfpack, right? Blitz. Stop the run and just blitz. We have not shown the ability to, to even run the ball effectively. So I don't see us getting to 30. I'd be shocked. Um, so as you're talking there, I pulled up the stats. We are 126 in the country in total offense. Um, we are we are ahead of New Mexico State, New Mexico, UMass, Toledo, Fresno State. Uh, where I, I mean, why are there zeros though for Toledo and Fresno State? Have they not even played? Maybe they haven't. <laughs> so That's really, let me see we're here. like the like the fourth. I can spell. Yeah. No, they did. They, but pretty, I, well, that's that's weird. That's very weird. When is know, this must... season date? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's really weird. Yeah, but regardless, we're still regardless. We're in the we're in the mix with a with a team named Toledo. Let's okay? see what with the Toledo Rockets here. Colin. Scoring offense one twenty seventh. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Again, and there's zeros on there. So, like, you, it, it is as bad as it can be. Colin, yeah, this has it, to be never... wrong, though. Iowa State 10.0. They put up 40-some oh, no. points last week. Yeah, no, that ain't And then right. they put up 10, which, and you obviously. Is I mean, that just never... for last week, Colin? I don't know. Just 20. No. I don't know. that. Regardless, sure. though, we are probably dead last or to, second or third of the, to last. Yeah. Yeah, we are one of the top five, or probably around top five worst offenses in college football right now. Yep. And you're exactly right. Our defense and special teams play so good, but it's so sad that they they have to try to overcome. Like as a defense, you have to literally they have to be like we have to get a pick six in this game. Yep. Because our offense might score seven to ten points, and we haven't even scored ten yet. So that. It's 
it's so bad. Where, where do we go from here? Like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, More the same. Once again, you need to start Padilla next week. You need to give <sighs> the offense some juice. There's a, there's word that, that um, Keegan Johnson will be back next week, which would be huge. Nico Regani will probably be back maybe a week or two or after. Maybe, just maybe, you know, something. The offense is lost regardless. I mean, nothing's going to get this. This no. team is not just going to magically start putting up like 20-some points a game. It's just not going to happen. Maybe one right. game here or there. Right. But you get some of these guys back, and I, you start Padilla, and you just give him a chance. You go back to that Northwestern game. We the first quarter, first there half was, juice. was terrible, and right. then he comes in. There was and juice. We score two on the end. I mean, fourteen zero, just like that, because it just it looked like the team was like, let's right. fucking go. Right, we're not even asking Padilla to have a four quarter special type of game. We're asking him to put up maybe two scores. Yep, and our defense can keep us in it. So I'm going to share the screen one last time, and then we're going to call it call it good for this episode. Uh, we're gonna look at the schedule because obviously I was this is just this so is an instant was, reaction. So our emotions are high right now. Okay, good. Once I was again, gonna, yeah. I I want to say this I, as a fan, I I hope we turn it around. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I hope we do. We still have a long season ahead of us. Yep. At the end of the day, losing to Iowa State it does sting, but it doesn't. I mean, it's not a conference game, you know, and that's right. when that's when games matter. Yep. Um, and I I mean this team could very well go like five and seven. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping that we at, we find we figure something out. I'm optimistic. I'm or I'm not really optimistic. I'm I'm hopeful. But let's yeah. see here. So Nevada next week, you got to win that game. And if and if you really want to get some confidence in the offense, you got to kill this team. Now, yeah. I know they suck, but at least I mean, if you can put up forty yep. some points, you at least build some confidence going into Piscataway at Rutgers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. At Rutgers is going to be tough. I mean, they beat Boston College and then they killed whatever team they played yesterday. And it's on the road. That's going to be a tough game. Michigan, yep. I don't know how we're going to beat this team if our offense can't score. Because you know, I mean, as good as our defense is, you know Michigan's going to put up points. Especially with this new quarterback that they announced last night that's going to be the starter, JJ. I think he's way oh, better than K McNamara. Did they announce it? Yep. He Yep. Oh, wow. Because, okay. so he, Cade started week one. Yep. JJ started week two. Go look at JJ's stats yesterday. He was like near perfect. Wow. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to actually, I just want to go to it quick because Michigan football. I totally forgot they were doing that system. Go to ESPN here. Uh, Just because it's like, yeah, I can see why they're going to start him. Let's see here. So Hawaii, let's see here. 11 for 12, 229 yards, three touchdowns. QBR was (laughs) 99.2. And then in week week Uh. one, even only one, like look at like Cade McNamara was nine yeah. for eighteen. One no, he didn't do. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's gonna that, be a tough game. Michigan fans were were hoping that JJ was gonna be JJ, a starter. Yep. So I get that. Yeah. At Illinois, I mean that's gonna be tough. Illinois that should just be had a win. Illinois I mean, had I don't a dom- know if Illinois dominating win. Gonna, you know, at yeah. Ohio State, man. Once again, you know, no. you know they're gonna put up 30, 40 points, and you know our offense is gonna do diddly squat as of right now. That's an automatic loss. Northwestern, I mean, they beat Nebraska, and we thought, oh, you know, maybe they're back, and then they lose yesterday, and then we saw Nebraska lose. Like, okay, maybe Nebraska, maybe Northwestern is really not that good. That should be a win. At Purdue will be a loss at this point. Yep. At this Wisconsin point. at home, that's always a loss until we beat them. Yep. 
I think Minnesota is the team to beat. I, I think I think they are the team to go to the as of right now go to Indy. championship game. They look like yeah. the most complete team. Yeah, they are. They're a really really good team. I think Colby called that uh, in one of the episodes. He thought Minnesota would would, yep. would be the team in the West. And then Nebraska. I mean, their defense is terrible. Um, so if you, once again, if you can't put up points against that defense and you have major problems, hopefully by then we at least have something figured out. I feel confident for that game. You know, it's always the last game of the season, you know, maybe, you know, but who knows? It's a tough schedule, Tyler. Uh, I see at least, I see, yeah. I see three. I, I shouldn't say guarantee because in college football, anything can happen, but three wins for sure. Nevada, Illinois, Northwestern. The rest of the games, it's just kind of up in the air. Like, Rutgers should be a win, but you just – I don't know. And this, and this is an instant reaction pod to it the is. Iowa State game. And 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 so we want to say that first and foremost, but it's hard not to look ahead, right, with how bad our offense, offense is. is. And we've only got one more non-conference game. And so it is a little – you know, we, you know, it's in our nature to kind of look ahead maybe a little bit. And I, I 100% agree with you, dude. If it doesn't change or get better, this is going to be – a long season very long season and i think both of our predictions might be a little off i mean i said eight and four and i yeah, i would I, at I, this I point if i at this point at this point if if i go if iowa goes eight and four i'll be the happiest guy in the i'll be the happiest Hawkeye fan out there so yep. yeah one last thing to fin- finish this episode through two games charlie jones has exact, yep. exactly as many catches <laughs> as he had in 14 games last season iowa and has more touchdowns for the boymakers than he had for the hawkeyes and I think he's only 50 yards short of what yeah, he yeah. got last year. Yeah, there's I mean, a reason yeah. why. There's a reason why he decided to to leave. For sure. And I had this theory. Yeah, I had this theory out, and I remember telling you this back in like May. And and I think it's and and I think it's some semi true. Now I get it. Like he went there because, you know, yeah, his, I mean, he knows the quarterback. They grew up together. Like the offense. Like it makes sense. But I really think, too, and this is where I felt kind of like, I was kind of like, oh, boy, hopefully this isn't the reason. He goes stick through, it to Iowa? He goes through, no, well, he goes through a spring game, or spring practice with us, right? And he leaves after the spring. And he saw the offense was exactly the same. Yeah. As like as last year. And he was like, yeah, this is this is not worth it. Petrus, Padilla. Good point. It's all about I the mean, timing, right? You're right. That's probably because, what happened. You know, like, I get why he, like, you know, he probably got, like, recruited after the spring. But, like, he he came back to Iowa. I mean, he had literally, like, an Instagram saying, like, unfinished business, you know, ready to go. Yeah. Goes yeah. in the spring ball. He practices every spring practice, plays in the spring game. Then he leaves right after. And it's almost like, God, did he – was one of the reasons is because maybe he was like, yeah, what I just – what I just – what I just went through in spring game and spring practice was exactly the same as last year. And it's going to be exactly the same going, coming this fall. And it's even going to be a little worse because it's, because it's the same defense is how to figure that out. Yeah. Everyone knows how to prepare for quarterback. Yeah. So, so what's different. And then we should have maybe looked at that and said, and maybe you did, you just didn't want to say it. You didn't want to hope that it was true. Like you were saying, and maybe that should have been a little bit of a, a clue as to what, what the season could have been and, and is right now. So you make yeah. a good point there. That's crazy though. His stats are, he's doing amazing at Purdue right now. Yep. So that will do it for this episode. Uh, once again, 10 to seven loss against <sighs> Iowa State yesterday. 
props off the the or hats off to Iowa State. Yeah, played an unbelievable game. You know, that, to win that, game. that 99 yard drive statement drive there. Yeah. That was like a big like fu drive. Yeah, you got to give it to them. I think and Iowa they did State, it against our defense. Yep, and that's that's I told, how you... I told an Iowa State guy if if Deckers looks really good yesterday against this Iowa defense hostile environment, like you're you, you should be pretty excited for the season because yeah. that's the best defense you're going to face all year. I don't yeah. think there's gonna I don't think there's a better defense in the Big Twelve that they're going to face. Now they're going to yeah. be facing a lot better offenses. And that they're gonna have, and they're gonna have to match those offenses, right? Right. A lot of high scoring games in the off in the in the Big Twelve, but you're gonna have a pretty good year. And I could see this team, and I I said this you from did. the get go that I you said did. that their record is gonna be better than last year's record, even though they lost so many guys. That, that last year's team was like the best team in, in Iowa State history. I just knew with zero expectations, win in the dark, they're they're gonna have a pretty good year. Well, they were seven and five last year. Is that right? Seven and five. Well, seven and six. Okay. You include yeah. the bowl game. Right. So no, I, I agree. I think I think not as much expectation. And and I do think Hunter Decker is, is I mean, he showed what he yeah, what he can do boys. yesterday. And as an Iowa fan, I'll just say Great this accuracy. real quick. As an as an Iowa fan, like, yeah, it's gonna be tough playing playing him for the next couple of years, that's for sure. Yep. One hundred percent. So well, that will do it for this episode. It can only go up from here, right, Tyler? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, well, Spencer's QBR did go from a one point one to a twelve. So yeah, I so guess, maybe uh, next, maybe next guess, week will be like a twenty because we yeah. all know he's going to start. So right, right. It know. can only go up. That's right. That's right. I thought Tyler one, one last. I thought maybe maybe him wearing a glove might 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 have done it. Yeah, but, we know. saw the glove. We thought maybe maybe that was the rain or maybe that was just you know. But no, I don't that, know what, that, what was that was not was. the reason. So yeah, it was not it. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> All right, well, we, we suffered through this with uh, – Another therapy session. Yep, another therapy session, and uh, we'll be back again here later this week. And, uh, yeah, so thank you guys all for listening. Once again, we're on YouTube. We're on iHeart. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you guys listen to. Please leave a review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Whatever. Try to get this uh, podcast out there for you guys. So thank you guys all for listening. And go Hawks. <laughs>